Hello, welcome to Raw Treasures. Thank you for joining us. Our goal is to help you apply God's word to your daily life. Now, let's join our host, Dr. Edna Stafford. I want to talk to you about defending your authority. See, many Christians don't know that they have authority in the kingdom of God, but you do. So I want to talk to you today about defending your authority. And I'll be coming from 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 10, verses 3 and 4. So I'll read those verses for you now. And Paul says in his letter, he says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. And I'm reading from the New King James Version. He says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. So what we will be studying uh, sometimes causes feathers to be fluffed and others become uncomfortable as Christians when they are in a position to exert authority or defend their authority. Christians feel that, many Christians feel that they're supposed to be doormat. That's a lie from the pit of hell. God is calling true believers to stand up to the enemy because we are in a spiritual war. That's why we are to put on the whole arm of God so that we can stand against the wiles of the devil and his fiery dot. The enemy doesn't care how quiet and comfortable you are. Uh, he's got a goal and his goal is to bring chaos to your life. Look at his tactics and uh, strategies that he uses. And we will look at some of those strategies. Satan, first he tries to weaken you. And we're going to talk about how Satan tries to weaken you. And second, he learns to, you got to learn to pick your battles. And third, I want to teach you how to demonstrate unwavering apostolic authority and stand up to the devil. In defending your authority, remember this, Satan tries to weaken you. Here's how Satan tries to weaken you. First, he'll, he'll start with a rumor against you, something that's totally not true. How do you respond to, you cannot start trying to defend a rumor that has started. Let it go and it'll play out. If nothing is to it, it'll play out. Just let it go. You've got to maintain your integrity. And if you're a teacher or if whatever you say, maybe you're not a teacher. Maybe you're just a Christian who's trying to live a good life and trying to do what you can for other people. Satan will try and twist your words, but stand on what you say. And whatever you say, be willing to repeat it. I always said, never say anything behind a person's back that you will not say to their face. Just keep quiet. And I go back to uh, one of my meditation messages that Billy Graham said. He said, when you get ready to say something about a person, ask yourself these three questions. Is it true? Is it kind? Does it give glory to God? And if it doesn't meet these three qualifications, he says, forget it. He said, just pray about it. Don't, he said, don't even let it come out of your mouth. And so the enemy will try to twist your word. Don't try to retaliate by getting back. Uh, try to 
disqualify you. That's how another way Satan tries to weaken you. He tries to disqualify you. Don't get evil. He tries to kill your influence. If the enemy sees that you have made an influence or impact upon some other Christian's life, he will try to kill your influence by saying things that are not true. Let him go ahead. They talked about Jesus. So if they talked about him, they're going to talk about us. We've got to rise above that level. If they are taking the low road, you got to take the high road and try to sway other believers. Here's what he'll try to do. Sway other believers into his directions, not because he thinks you are harmful, but to keep you from making disciples. That is his ulterior motive. Satan wants you to become discouraged so that you will not make disciples. He wants you to throw up both hands and say it's not worth it. But you got to throw up both hands in praise and say, Father, I thank you because you said that the persecution would come. I'm going to uh, discuss now the uh, the second strategy to picking your battles with the enemy. And we're still talking about defending your authority. See, you got to know what battles to pick. First, you got to ask yourself, is it worth my time or energy? Sometimes we can spend our time and energy on useless, on useless things and um, that come up, the enemy throw in our pathway. And this is time that we can't get back. We should be spending this time on the things of God. But the enemy will try to cause you to waste your time. And we ought to ask ourselves, is a response necessary to keep this moving? No, sometimes you just got to stop things in their track and go in your direction that God has told you to go in and make sure that you are living a fruitful life. You're living a productive life. You're doing what God has called you to do. That's the strategy that you have to take. But first, you got to examine yourself and examine your mind. Lord, I cast this imagination down because this is fruitless. You told me to cast down imaginations and any high thing that exalts and itself against the knowledge of God. You told me to bring these thoughts into captivity until the obedience of Christ. Now, I'm going to put this aside. I'm not going to even dwell on it. I'm going to do what I am supposed to do, and that is to keep my mind stayed on you because I have a job to do. And so this is where your strategy comes in. What strategy are you going to use when the enemy throws his little tactics at you. He's only trying to get you off course. And you got to ask, how will this affect my present assignment? If I'm going to spend my time uh, putting it on what the enemy has uh, thrown into my pathway, I'm drawn away from my assignment. So we must make quality decisions. And our decision is, I'm going to keep my mind stayed on you because I know I am uh, focused in the direction that you want me to be focused in. So picking your battles is so important. This You got to say to yourself, this is not even worth it. This is not worth my time. This is not worth my energy. I'm going to spend my energy on the assignment that God has given me. And then you put it aside and go on about your business. You know, sometimes things will just uh, take care of themselves if you leave them where they are and don't try to fix them. 
Sometimes God wants us to leave them and he'll do the fixing. Now, the last strategy that I want to share with you on defending your authority as a child of God, this strategy is so important. You got to demonstrate. I say it again, demonstrate unwavering apostolic authority. See, Christians don't have the luxury of being wishy-washy. We got to be just like Peter and John over in the book of Acts chapter 4. Read those uh, verses when you have uh, time in your spare time. Read Acts 4, 1 through 10. When they were told not to mention the name of Jesus. They kept right on mentioning the name of Jesus. And if we know that we are preaching and teaching the word of God, I don't care what the enemy said. Well, we don't do that in this church. You use your apostolic authority. You got to exercise apostolic authority in the name of Jesus and continue preaching the gospel. We are not to allow anybody to tell us what to teach and preach. Nobody but the Holy Ghost. See, because we are operating on the power of focus. And I read that book on uh, the power of focus and just how powerful your focus can be if you don't allow the enemy to sway you. You keep your mind, you keep a certain mindset, and you don't let the little distractions uh, get you off course because the more you get off course, the more you are weakened as a child of God. So the more you focus on your assignment, your apostolic assignment, the stronger you are in Christ Jesus. This is when you can stand against the wiles of the devil and his fiery darts because you are not standing alone. You are standing because you realize that this is not a flesh and blood battle, that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And therefore, you know that you are not fighting your brother or your sister, but you are in a spiritual battle. And since you are in this spiritual battle, you got to know that you are defending your rights as a child of God. You got kingdom rights and privileges, and therefore, you know the strategy in making a stand and demonstrating unwavering apostolic authority. I'd like to thank uh, the Solid Gray Inc. for the production work and training. Also, Angel DeMellis for opening voice over and Cassandra Danzler for our social media marketing. Now for our upcoming events. On Saturday, June 22nd, uh, from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., I will be conducting a part two spiritual warfare workshop at Bryant Temple AME Church, which is located at 2525 West Vernon Avenue, where the Reverend Wayne Jackson is the pastor, and that's here in the city of Los Angeles. On July the 21st at 10.30 a.m., I will be preaching at the Holy Trinity Lutheran Church. And the address is 9300 Crenshaw Boulevard in Inglewood, where Reverend James Phillips is the pastor. July the 28th at 10 a.m., I also will be preaching at Compton United Methodist Church. Reverend 
Arnetha Ings is the pastor, and she's located at 1025 West Long Beach Boulevard, Compton, California. So, if you miss any of these dates, don't forget to listen to my other episodes that are on the podcast. Visit my Facebook account, Edna Stafford, and my webpage, www.wordchangingministries.inc.com wordpress.com to enhance your spiritual connection and enlightenment. You can also tune in to our telephone Bible study every Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. by dialing 818-962-8828. You don't even have to leave the conference of your home. We are on the line from 6 to 7 p.m. You can also Fellowship with me every Wednesday at 12 noon uh, with Bible study at 2nd AME Church, which is located at 5500 South Hoover Street in the city of Los Angeles, where the Reverend Carolyn Baskin Bell is the pastor. For more information, contact Word Changing Ministries, Dr. Edna Stafford, Post Office Box 553, Gardena, California, 90247.